Hello and welcome. You are listening to Dad's Gaming Corner, a podcast of conversations between ga- uh, dads, not gags, not gag. Ga- a gag is a joke. Between dads and their kids. If it was a gag and their, what would, what, what would a kid version of a, of a gag be? A pun? The conversations between gags and their puns? No, it's it's about games, movies, and everything in between. Dads and their kids. I know, but I said gags. So what would the but kid version dads. be? Puns. But it's dad. But it's dad. But it's dad. But it's dad's. Anyway, this is kids. Dad's Gaming Corner. This is episode nineteen for the week of uh, what is it? Uh, May sixth, twenty twenty. Um, yeah, I'm still stuck on dads versus gags versus puns versus kids. Anyway, this is episode nineteen. We have a lot to bring y'all on today's episode, so we're going to jump straight into the news. But before I do that, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Dad's GC as well as Facebook.com/slash Dad's Gaming corner i am your host michael Mastic. with me as almost always is my son Jaden. Jaden, say hello to everyone hello i'm back i missed last week they yes because a, we did our couples yeah show and last i week. am not married so there you're you go not married no you're too young you are too young to be married not until you're 35 and then joining us 30, okay. yeah you're not going anywhere and then right. <laughs> joining us on today's show is joe from last week's episode when we did our couples episode joe how are you i'm good i'm glad to be back I'm glad to have you back. Did you have fun last week? Yes, I enjoyed it. I'm just getting cool. used to it. Cool. Well, I'm glad you're getting used to it because we have something we're going to throw your way. All right. But before that, let's just jump straight into the news. So Reggie Filzame reveals a new gaming podcast for charity. So a lot of you know Reggie from being the ex-Nintendo of America president. Um, he's, um, I'm all tongue-tied. He's posted out there that he's going to be doing a seven-part podcast that will start in mid-May that's going um, towards funding COVID-19, different things that are going on. I should stick to the show notes and read this. Let me just read this right here. It's called Talking Games with Reggie and Harold, hosted alongside award-winning author journalist Harold Goldberg. The podcast is helping to raise money for the New York video game Critics Circle, uh, nonprofits mentoring work in the time of COVID-19. There'll be a GoFundMe page that you can go check out, and we'll link that right there in the show notes as well. Uh, it's pretty cool, and they're going to do extra content given uh, those who donate will get access to extra content to be able to have a chance to ask Reggie questions for the show along with other perks. So I thought this was pretty cool. You know, when Reggie retired from uh, Nintendo of America, Everyone kind of wondered, what's Reggie going to do? Because Reggie's been this big Nintendo uh, face, you know, for Nintendo. Almost equally as branding, you know, here you know, on the state side of things. He's just huge. And, and his, the way he uh, re- revealed or unveiled the, the Wii, the 3DS, and other things, it's just been really cool to watch Reggie. We know now that he since has gone over to GameStop, um, to, uh, to their board of executives, hopefully to bring them out of this uh, tailspin that they're in and, and to start making revenue again um but this is cool that he's doing his own podcast here to help for charity i am really excited to listen to this what are y'all's thoughts on this um i mean i think that's cool you know we, we got our own little podcast going we don't we don't give it to charity because we don't make as much money as that guy Let, no let's refrain but, no hold on we make zero money on this yeah, podcast we, we don't make any money <laughs> we actually. don't make this podcast costs us money yeah we we yeah we lose money which but you can okay. ha- they, people can help support the show they can be a patreon but More about that later. It's it's that's it's not about money. It's not about the money. It's not about it's the, the art. The art of the show. Right. Exactly. It's exactly. Art. It's fun. You know. It is fun. But yeah. I think this is a really cool cool thing that he's doing. I think that's this is a really cool idea. Joe, what are your thoughts? 
Uh, that's pretty good. I'm, I'm, it's good, good to hear he went to GameStop because I know they, they've been going downhill for a while now. And yeah. I want him to stay around because it's kind of the only place you can go for just, just, just for gaming. When uh, Reggie revealed that he was going to GameStop, he, and I don't want to quote, do the exact quote here because I don't want to mess it up, but he basically worded it along the lines of that the gaming industry today needs a healthy GameStop. It needs that brick-and-mortar store that's dedicated to games, about games, creating that gamer experience and environment for people to come in and everything else. And he talked about the necessity of it in today's times. So uh, I think he has a very clear vision of what he wants to do you know, with GameStop, so I'm excited about that. So um, I'm, I'm going to be listening to this podcast. I think it'll be pretty cool. So again, we'll link this in the show notes, and you can find out more there. In other news, and I this one is shocking to me, and I want to hear what you all have to say about it. Xbox Game Pass hits 10 million subscribers, leaving PS Now in the dust. So if you don't know, Xbox Game Pass is a subscription service that allows you to play over 100 curated Xbox One games for a low monthly fee. It has now hit 10 million subscribers, compared to the competing PS Now service available on PS4 consoles, which reached a far smaller figure of 1 million subscribers. Now, this is huge. I just want to give you some more stats here, because this is significant. Xbox Game Pass features a catalog of 100-plus games, and it launched in 2017. So 100-plus games, we'll just say, you know, 100, launched in 2017. PlayStation has PS Now, and it features a catalog of over 800 games that also launched three years earlier in 2014. And the comparison is 1 million versus 10 million. How do they do this? Yeah, that's crazy, especially considering that PlayStation has just been doing a lot better than Xbox recently in, like, like just consoles. So on that note, the install base, now these are just estimates, you know, rough estimates as of right now. The PS4 has roughly 108 million units of as install base. Xbox One is 46.8 million. Yeah, so, that's crazy. I don't know how they managed to pull that off. Right. That's amazing. Right. More than double the install base. More than double the install base. Eight times the game catalog. <laughs> Yet Xbox is doing 10 times better in this space. Now, Microsoft said, I think it was two years ago, two or three years ago, that they were shifting their strategy to more towards the games and becoming a service company and less of just the console. Now, that doesn't say they're not going to be consoles anymore. I mean, the new Series X is coming out, you know, this holiday season. But they are hitting it out of the park here. Um, Some reviewers are looking at this. Some news articles are talking about that 100-plus catalog or some of the best games on the market right now to date. Not console exclusives. Some of them are for Xbox. But they're just period. Some of the best games to play right now. As to where Sony has anything and everything in there. So there, there, I'm sure there's some games that are just golden. As well as some trash. Um, Xbox is also doing a much better job of bringing up suggestions for people. Based on your play style of what you play. So in other words oh, you're yeah. finding games you want to f- play faster and sony is not doing a good job with this at all and one article i was reading talked about how you would have to you know this one guy was saying he was going through page after page after page even to find a game that looked interesting to him oh so it's oversaturated and less curated to your personal uh requests i just think this is really good on microsoft's part you always hear about sony so i thought this is pretty cool Yeah. yeah so here's the other thing though that's that's staggering to me we talked about the install bases of Sony at uh, you know, PS4 at 108, Xbox One at 46.8, Nintendo Switch at 53 million. Um, Switch has already outsold Xbox One, and they did that last year is when they surpassed Xbox One comparing the time frame. Um, 
I, I don't I don't have it on here, but for the the month of of March, um, uh, it, basically in one let me just put it this way: basically in four to six weeks, Nintendo did as many sales as Microsoft did in one year of console sales. It's just again blows my mind. Wow, yeah. So uh, not that's not downing Microsoft. I just thought that was interesting how fast the switch is growing right here. So again, despite the relatively small sizes of the Xbox Game Pass catalog, the selection of games is considerably stronger than that that's offered on the PS Now, which again is just fantastic, yeah. fantastic news. Um, if you're interested in getting the Xbox Game Pass, you have three options. Uh, right now, they're actually having a sale where you can you can subscribe on your Windows PC for, normally it's $9.99 a month, but right now it's on sale for $4.99 a month. Um, on your Xbox One console, you can get it for $9.99 a month, or for their Ultimate Pass, which means you get it for PC and console, it's $14.99 a month. And again, you get exclusives to all of the games that we just talked about, well, we talked about but that 100-plus library, and with the Ultimate Pass, you actually get Xbox Live Gold, to where if you're paying for that monthly, you're getting this as a still. I mean, to get that Ultimate. So if you're yeah. a big Xbox player, you should be getting the Ultimate plan right away because you're sure. you're getting live in there as well, plus the PC com- component. So that was pretty cool. I'll definitely go look at that, yeah. Any other comments on that one? No, I think, I think that's just really cool for Microsoft. Good for them. Uh, it just shows like Sony's been on top for so long. They, they, they kind of, I guess they kind of didn't take Xbox seriously, and now Xbox is starting yeah. to surpass them. Because I remember growing up hearing stories like Japanese school children laughing at the Xbox when it first premiered because it wasn't a threat to them. But it just shows that if you don't pay attention to who's behind you, you can get past. And yeah. we talked about that on, uh, I think it was two weeks ago, two episodes ago. We talked about how a ex uh, PS4 developer is now working with Microsoft. And uh, when the hardware specs came out, my, the new Series X compared to the PS5 is significantly greater. And uh, there was internal talk at PlayStations along the lines of um, how it was, what were the words they were using? Um, it was that, those actual quotes. Basically, though, that PlayStation was caught off guard. They did not expect Microsoft to come out punching with the Series X like they are doing. And so I'm really hoping we see a shift because with the 360, 360 was on top, um, not by a huge margin, but it was. But when the PS4, Xbox One fight began, I mean, Xbox is nowhere on the scene. They just, this isn't. With Xbox coming into the Series X with their services already being this strong, this might sway people to go the, you know, to buy an Xbox. So Joe, you have an Xbox One, I have an Xbox One. Um, I bought my first game for it we're going to talk about it here in a second. First, I bought a game uh, last week, I think it was. First game I've bought for my Xbox in over three years. Uh, first time I've actually played on my Xbox <laughs> in over three years. And so, uh, where, where are you? I mean, you've been playing your Xbox before you got yeah. your Switch. Yeah, I played it. Uh, honestly, just, I think the last game I bought for my Xbox was probably Fallout 4. Fallout 4? I haven't bought anything like, recent. Just anything that has interested me so far. Like, mm-hmm. I played Call of Duties, but like, you're the same. Nothing that's grabbed year, you. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing. Haven't seen anything that okay. I have to have that game. Now the Outer Worlds is coming out, um, and it, well, it's out right now on on Xbox and PlayStation, and then it's coming out, I believe, within the next. Hope I mean COVID 19s messed everything up, understandably so. Uh, so the game was delayed for Switch, and it looks like it's coming out sometime between May and June. So will you be picking that up on Switch or Xbox? See, I'm getting it on Switch because uh, I was getting on Xbox, but honestly, having my Switch, I just love having that how how it's portable. So like. If I can't use my TV to play a game right now, I love being able to just, just sit down somewhere and play it on there. So No, I totally agree. I'm so right there with so you. So when it comes out for a Switch, I'm buying it for my Switch. Yeah, absolutely. Right there with you. So it'd be cool to see what happens this fall with the 
console wars and see what oh, happens. Yeah. So, Jay, why don't you take this next piece of news? All righty. Uh, Fortnite's Party Royale mode ditches the guns for some chilled-out fun. Epic just launched a new violence-free mode for the game, dubbed Party Royale, which removes two of the biggest elements from the experience, weapons and buildings. So no, no weapons and no, you're, not, no weapons, you're not building. No building. Okay. Um, the mode introduces a new, smaller map, and Epic describes it as an experimental and evolving space. This is interesting. So I haven't played because Fortnite in a year, maybe? It's been a long time since I played, too. Caleb was picking it up uh, the other day. He, he's but been that was his first time. It, I was going to say, yeah. for a while, so... Um, this is interesting because they came out with like a creative mode, right? Where you would build, but this is taking away weapons and building. So I'm curious to see what this is like. The game has turned kumbaya. We're just gonna yeah. sit in the corner. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Caleb to play and this and tell me what it's like because this is interesting. I've I, I don't know. Like I I wonder what they're gonna do. You know? It says that the nonstop party locale also has mini game areas where you can face off against your friends in glider challenges, soccer. Uh, vehicle races, both with like motorboats and cars, and um, and then I don't I think it said it had there's going to be phone booths throughout the island as well, or this area where you can quickly change how you look. Because right now you can you have to change it before you enter battle, yeah, right? You, yeah, you so you'll be able skin. to actively change how you look. It's like going to a social party gathering, and then it's like a costume party, and you're like, hold on, and you go off into some. Well, I was going to say closet, but here I guess they're doing Superman style. You go into a, a phone yeah. booth, you spin around, and you change your clothes. So, I don't know. Does this interest you at all? Um, Not really, to be honest. I mean, I know we're not big um, Fortnite players. I want to check it out. I mean, I'm just curious to see, like, what it's going to be like, you know? Because, like, that, but weapons and building, like, is the game. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's what the game is. So well, I'm, this I'm, is very, I mean, it says it right there. The, uh, Epic said this is experimental and an evolving, evolving space. space yeah. And so I'm curious if this is something they're going to be adding to the game on a permanent basis. Um, I'm also curious how much of this has to do with COVID-19, if at all. Uh, maybe nothing to do with COVID-19, but we, you know, we talked about it on either last week or the week before about how Breath of the Wild has been named one of the most relaxing games to play during this time that we're all dealing with you know, globally. And they talked about how Call of Duty is the number one most stressful game you know, to be playing around this time as well. So if you take those two elements and say, okay, open world, relax, explore, Versus shooting, take Fortnite and say, okay, take the shooting out. Take, but you're taking the building out, which I don't, I'm not sure if I understand taking the building out. But you know, take this out instead. You know, it's almost like they're 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 saying, hey, come together and let's have mini games. Come together, show off your clothes, your achievements. Yeah. Come together and have a relaxing time rather than adding to your stress. I don't know. I mean, it sounds interesting. Yeah, Joe, are, are you into Fortnite at all? Have you played no, much I've, Fortnite? I've never played it. Like I've seen your kids play it. My nephew is real, real, real into it, but I haven't uh, played it. Okay. Any any desire to check this out? I thought about just, I've seen it on there, just I haven't. Just okay. haven't checked it out. Maybe we can all check out this party mode together and we can have a uh, a, a, a soccer match together. All right. Or a football. 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 Why do you have, why, do you, why does the word have to be pronounced that way? I don't know. But it does. It's football. Yeah. It's an accent. Uh, all right. One last, or actually, I'm not sure if it's one last, but. Anyway, next piece of news. Uh, a new study determines the most skilled gaming countries in the world. And I had to include this. I thought this was awesome. So um, video game publisher Quayley, I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong. Anyway, has taken a deep dive and revealed the best gaming countries in the world. 
According to its research and study, the company used more than 16,000 titles to determine the best overall gaming countries using the methodology below for its scoring system. Now, this is a quote directly from them. To reveal where is the uh, where is best at gaming around the world, we use data available from speedrun.com with the correct uh, with the correct standings as of April 2020. The data included 42,032 achievements across a total of 16,709 games. That's I don't even know how you compute all that information. Uh, we totaled the amount of first place achievements scored by each country per capita to gain the overall rankings. For game and genre-specific rankings, we filtered the data and conducted the same process, and we'll look to add more games to our map, in addition to refreshing the findings in the future. So, is this needed? Absolutely not. Is this cool? It is to me. <laughs> so, let me, just, let, me, let me just give you the top 20 winners, and I'm just going to hit these down quickly. So, the winners are in order, starting with number one, going down to last place, like, I mean, you're still in the top 20, so congratulations to you. Yeah. So, n- number one going down, we have Finland, Canada, and I just have to pause because I do. I, I mean, I'm sure Canadians game, and look, and I know, I look, just just it's it's you know, just a joke, but I didn't know Canada was a country that could be added onto this list. I'm just saying. Well, um, they are, and they're second place. They beat out us, so accept. You know what they did? The fact that they beat us means that they do belong on this list, yeah. and. I, Canada, you have your country status back. Okay, then you have Sweden, New Zealand, Australia, United States, and at number six, the ne- uh, Netherlands, Scotland, Ireland, France, Germany, England, Austria, Denmark, Switzerland, uh, Latvia, Japan. No, Japan is number 17. Surprising. Uh, that is shocker know, right. to me. That's what I, yeah. Japan is number 17. Estonia, Norway, and then Belgium comes in at number 20. I'm surprised Korea isn't on here, like in the top 20, because I know they're really big on esports. Right. Uh, is it, uh, I always get them mixed, I always get North and South mixed up. I mean, South. not as far as politics, but as far as the gaming goes. Is it South, South Korea? South Korea. Okay. Um, yeah. So they're, uh, uh, I'm trying to use words here. StarCraft, the original StarCraft, not StarCraft 2, I'm not sure how it's switched over yet, but the original StarCraft was an official uh, sport for that country. I mean, I mean not just oh, wow. esports; it was a national sport. That's huge. I mean, it'd be yeah. like the United States saying, "Our national sport is Overwatch" or something <laughs> like that, or "Our national sport is Mario." You know, something. You know, yeah. probably Madden. It was official. Sure. <laughs> probably would. <laughs> it probably would be Madden. But it's cool. For, I mean, it's crazy for, that a country would have a national sport that is an RTS of all things, which is uh, we're gonna. Jana, you and I were talking about RTSs earlier this week, you know, real-time strategy games like Age of Empires, um, StarCraft. There are others, but those are two of the, of the bigger ones, you know, Empire Earth, things like that. It's kind of a dying-away genre. Uh, you don't hear about RTSs that that often. I mean, I grew up playing RTSs. Joe, what about you? Did you play RTSs yes, much? Yes, I, I was really big into Empire Earth. And, Empire uh, Earth? Warcraft 3. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, Warcraft. one of my favorites. Like, I think... I, I tried to write my computer long, long ago, but I guess the software is so old. Have to, I think I have to download some emulators or something to run better. So uh, Blizzard ones will still work. Um, Empire Earth, those, uh, check out it. And this is a, a great plug for anybody who's into old PC games. So GOG, G-O-G, GOG.com, I think it stands for GreatOldGames.com. Um, they have those games, and then they've tweaked them all just slightly as far as like drivers and code a little bit to run on modern-day machines. So you can find a game that came, that's an old game, like um, uh, Lord of the Realms 2. 
love that game, turn-based style game, uh, and it'll run. And that's a game that came out for DOS and Windows ninety five, and it'll run great on modern games or modern machines. Well, I think the first one, I kind of the first closer one with that I played was uh, Star Trek Armada. Mm-hmm. I think so. Is this a strategy Didn't they have two game? Of those? Yeah, two of them. I love the first one. Yes, the first one was easier. The, the second one got a little more complicated, but they both had good stories. Well, we're we're getting off on a rabbit trail here, but um, I we are going to have a show coming up where we are going to talk about some of the older RTSs because he's ne- Jaden's never played an RTS. This is part of that generational yeah, no, gap I, between a dad and his son, yeah. or a joke and it's or a gag and it's pun. I need to know what that is. If a dad is a gag, then it's a kid is a pun. No, because puns are. If like you have a thought about amazing. this, just write into the show. Email us at heydadatdadsgamingcorner.com and please let me know. This is going to be aggravating me. Anyway, yeah, but we're going to talk about that because that's a generational yeah, gap thing. I've because never, you don't hear about RTSs nowadays. Uh, you missed out. They were awesome. I mean, the only <laughs> current one right now that I'm aware of would be StarCraft Two. See, I haven't tried StarCraft Two, but so I, good. You, you so good. You, your your laptop will run it. All right. Yeah, your laptop will run it. So good. All right. So uh, those are your top twenty countries as far as the most skilled gaming countries in the world. Uh, and then if you want to know the most skilled overall. Um, by certain specific genres, I've, I only have I only took four of these for you, uh, the top four. And Japan, you know, they come back out of what was it, place seventeen. Japan took home uh, best at fighting, which is a no brainer. All the Tekken games and all of those yeah. street, you know, those all come from uh, uh, that area of the world. So Japan took home best at fighting. The United States was best at shooters, like first person shooting. Oh, yeah, like- like Call of Duty, Call of Halo, Duty, yep, all those, all of those. Norway was crowned best at sports, um, and see, Norway was nineteen on the list, and then Scotland was best at racing, and Scotland ranked at eight. So, uh, the Scottish like their racing games. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I would think they would. They like their drinking games as I well. Know, I'm surprised <laughs> about that. I, well, I guess since you can't drive on the road, you can drive online. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that works. That works. Okay. Uh, Jay, we'll check this next one for us. All righty. Um, Disney officially announces a new Star Wars feature film. I am so psyched for this. On Monday, May 4th, Disney and Lucasfilm officially announced that Taka Watiti, director of Jojo Rabbit, Thor Ragnarok, and the upcoming Thor Love and Thunder, will be directing, a co-writing a, directing and co-writing a new Star Wars film. Boom. How do you feel about this? If your answer is not an automatic whoa, 10, whoa, it's whoa, amazing, whoa, awesome, and you're off the show. It's a s- nine. I want to slap you. <laughs> Anyways. I could reach you. You don't understand. I, Joe and I grew up on four, five, and six waiting for new Star Wars. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I, I no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We grew up on four, five, and six waiting for those films to come out. I mean, I mean, loving them, loving them, loving them, never thinking a new Star Wars was going to come out. And then George Lucas does the, you know, the impossible, the unthinkable, and says, Star Wars is coming back. And they re-released 4, 5, and 6 to the theater so you could see it, and then they come out with episode one. Yes. The momentum building to that was huge. And then the letdown was hard because I'm not a huge fan of episode one. But yeah. it's still Star Wars. Um, well, actually, out of the the, uh, the prequels, that's probably my favorite one. Really, out of the prequels, you should go back and li- yeah, <laughs> you I should go, go back, back and watch them all again. <laughs> well, no, I was gonna say you should go back and listen to our marathon show. We did a marathon oh, yeah. show uh, that was over three hours long. We'll never we, do that again. We did Skywalker and we, in review all nine films. <laughs> it took a long. <laughs> that's yeah. a lot. It's yeah. Well, it was if too you ever much. do a Star Trek one, I definitely want to. You'll definitely board. come on board for that. Too many films in the Star Trek universe. 
Well, Star James Wars is getting up there. Star Wars is getting up yeah. there. All right, so seriously, uh, what are your thoughts about this new uh, film coming out? And But also, this director who's doing it, he's he's done some great films. Yeah, that, that Thor, uh, Ragnarok, uh, that's my favorite like Marvel movie, so I'm interested great in what movie. he does. I enjoyed Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Skywalker. Uh, I don't know. Dude, you know what? It's because you're, you're Star Trek biased. We're not going to go into that. I loved The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I just, oh. the special effects were good, but... Dude, I was—I uh, literally was cheering in that movie, which I never do. I was smiling like a kid walking to a candy store, which I never... Oh, no, better than that. Christmas morning. Oh, such a I good know, film. I always felt that I think Ray would have been a better villain than a hero. I always felt that way. We are quickly going to move topics here. So okay. are you just are you excited for this upcoming film? I'm going to give it a chance because I like that director, so I'm, I'm going to see what he can do. Chance. Hopefully it's, a, it's an original story, just... It will be a brand new on, original story. No, no, Skywalker's done. Skywalker's done. I mean, they're Disney dead. said that. You know, it's good. It's it's not dead. No, they're it's, not. It's dead. over. So everything is going to be new. Okay. Um, what we don't know is if it's, if it's going to be a movie that's um, you know pre Skywalker. You know, because they could do that. They could do the old Republic before Skywalker. Um, they could do you know after Skywalker. You know, and continue that. It could be something totally unique, like Rogue One. You know. Um, which I love Rogue One. What do you think about Rogue One? No, I enjoyed Rogue One. I think it was a it was a good movie. Like it felt like a good it was a good it felt like a Star Wars movie. Yeah, it felt like a really good Star Wars film. Um, in other Star Wars news, Vader Immortal is coming to PlayStation VR this summer. So this is a really big deal because Vader Immortal is a it's an episodic game with three episodes, and it came out for Oculus Quest. Um, I've played it. Absolutely love this series. The, oh, is this the one we played? Yes, yes, yes. This the, is a fun game. It's a great game. The biggest issue with this game is how short it is. Episode yeah. one was roughly, and I'm, I'm going to just go off the top of my head here. 20, episode one, minutes. no, no, no. Episode one was roughly 30 minutes. 45 minutes. You stop talking. <laughs> 45 minutes to an hour based on how quickly you push through it. Episode two was closer to that 40 minute mark, uh, maybe a little bit less, 35 to 40. Episode three. You could really beat it in 20 minutes. So the overall game, I mean, it's no more than... I mean, you could maybe stretch it to two hours. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and so you could argue that in a VR game that's where you're actively moving because you're using a lightsaber and using the force and everything else with different hands, um, that you'd want to play it in shorter spurts, kind of like um, Super Hot VR. Um, if you haven't played Super Hot VR... Oh, that game's fun. That game, you're not moving quickly, but you're making very decisive moves. Um you have to like hold a position, and you're very tense the whole game, and like you're doing slow action moves. Basically, Super Hot VR is like the Matrix. Uh, you're Neo, you have the Matrix. You see things in bullet time, and you can slow move and dodge bullets. And then it's a really cool game, um, but it's an exhausting game. Like it really, it, it does tire yeah. you out. So it's great that it's coming to um, PlayStation VR because it's been an Oculus exclusive. There's a huge PlayStation VR install base versus Oculus Quest. So this is really really cool. Um, all three episodes will be available for one individual purchase, giving fans the chance to experience Vader Immortal in its entirety. And that was my thing, was that with Oculus Quest, I that was a launch title for me, bought episode one, waited a year, or I think it was a full year. If not, it was just almost at a year for episode two to come out. And then about, I don't know, four to six months later, episode three came out. So it was it took a long time. Yeah. So each time I replayed one, so I played one multiple times, and then two came out, so I played one and then two, and three came out, and I played one, two, and three. Yeah, so, so it's PlayStation, cool PlayStation, you can play this all as one game. It's cool that they're, that it's all, that they're combining them all to one, and they're not 
selling them all separately. Yeah, we don't know a price yet or a release date. I'm I'm assuming the price on this is going to be thirty dollars. That's what it was on Oculus Quest. So it was ten dollars per episode. But uh, they will be announced soon. For more information on this, be sure to check out StarWars.com. Again, we'll leave a link to this in the show notes. All right, and one last piece of news: a fan-made trailer reimagines Animal Crossing: New Horizons as a horror movie. YouTube user Evil Imp has created a tremendous fan-made trailer for the game, stripping away the franchise's cuteness and replacing it with terrifying horror. It's really well put together and genuine, genuinely worth a watch. <laughs> Sorry. Now, um, um, a few, uh, I don't remember how many episodes ago, but we had an Animal Crossing show uh-huh. with the whole family on, and we talked about some... The Twitter images. People were yeah, some making s- scenes. Scary images. Just scenes, yeah. Right, but this is a legit... Uh, like movie, movie trailer, movie trailer he put together. Yeah. So, what are y'all's thoughts, Joe? Why don't you start with this one? Uh, it's, no, it's actually pretty creepy. I like, I like the way they made. He put the whole scene together. Start started off like I saw some. I saw I had start off with like tombstones in it, which I'm wondering if you can buy them in the game, maybe yeah. maybe for Halloween or something like that. But like, he did a good job. It just it came across as actually great. creepy. It looks great. It was yeah. It was yeah. There was weird scenes in there. Some of the scenes were like. You're like, okay, this is Animal Crossing is not scary, but it's like. But then there are some of, that I was like, oh, what, this is what are creepy. You doing? What are you, it was, it's was, almost like, what are you doing to my game? Yeah, it was very, it was very well put together, though. Remember that scene in Toy Story One where Andy wakes up under the bed and and all the messed up animals start or messed up animals, messed oh, up yeah. um, toys begin. It's Woody, to, not Andy. Oh, yeah, Woody. oh, Woody. I'm sorry, it's, not Andy. Woody yeah, under the bed when they're in Sid's room. Right, it's like a house of horrors. That's what that reminded yeah. me of. Yeah, because you're seeing all these toys that your brain's saying, "No, these are these are toys. These are these are toys." But they are creepy, eerie, scary. And I'm watching that, going, "That's how this was. This is this can't be scary. No, these are this is Animal Crossing. This is you know, this this is for my my kids play. Oh, this is creepy. It was very creepy. Very very well done. We're gonna put a link to this in the show notes. Uh, and an additional just I mean bonus that he put out there, Evil Imp has also shared a mock behind-the-scenes video, which gives an insight into the star's actor's oh, performances. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah. We oh, watched that, that after awesome. we watched the trailer, and that was, that was funny. Again, we'll put links in the show notes. I thought this was great. I love seeing the community do this. Um, I don't know how he did it. I, I don't know what was captured. I don't know if some of that was you know data mined from the code. I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot of time travel, traveling that was done to, to get the different items that he had. I'm assuming. I don't know. But either way, props to him. It looked great. Yeah. looked awesome. Um, Before we get on to our main topic for today's show with the news now done, um, what's everybody been up to this week? Animal Crossing. Boom. Did not see that coming. Yeah. Everybody saw it coming. So what's the status of your island? Well, I just recently um, got a four-star rating. As did I. Up top. Isabel. There you go. There we go. I've had a three-star rating for the longest time now, and I've been trying and trying to get a four-star. And I went and talked to her two days ago, I think, two or three days ago. And I was like, so what's what's my rating look like? What are people thinking? She was like, well, we have a four-star rating now. Woo-hoo. I was like, oh, look at Man, me getting four stars. she is stingy on handing out those stars. Have you done mm-hmm. an island evaluation? No, I have not done them yet. I'm, I'm still – well, I, I just built my campsite, and now he wants, to, wants me to start – Island look better. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So I kind of uh, ignore Captain Planet, start cutting down trees. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about Captain Planet in our last episode. Yeah. Um, did you? So you haven't talked to Isabel? 
I haven't talked to her yet. I'm go just, talk to I'm her. Still and talking see. to Tom, trying to get going, but I guess I'll, I'll go talk to her later on when yeah, I log in. Find out, find out what your island valuation is on that. Yeah, yeah so she's stingy on those stars. That's kind of where I'm at. Where I'm at. Um, oh, and May just hit. So you know, I've been trying to get all those new fish, all those new Ooh, bugs. those scorpions. Those scorpions, yeah, man, those so are scary. They're they're not as scary to me as the tarantulas are. Or those were. are scarier to me. Yeah, they're not as scary to me as the tarantulas were. However, I am having a, a more difficult time catching them than the tarantulas. Yeah. There, there's something about the way they charge. I feel like these guys are more aggressive. Yeah, the tarantulas. Um, I used to be able to just go up and just just run up on them and get them. Uh huh. Because when the tarantulas see you, they would they pause, pause for, a, for second. a second and then charge you. Yeah. The scorpions. It's like just they take charge. note and pause. The tarantula. Yeah. The, yeah. The scorpions just go right ahead and charge you, which I didn't realize. And so they got me a few times before I got used to it. Well, I was on Bamboo Island last night, and so I was doing it to farm. Uh, yeah, that's scorpions. Yeah. And did you, did you fill up your inventory full? Finally, my gosh! I, got, I only caught like three. It took Not me. Even. It took me. I don't know over two hours. So they, do they spawn faster on Bamboo Island? Because I know Cassie was playing last night, and she's seeing that they were spawning a lot faster. So versus... there's an actual island. That's called well. It's called Tarantula Island. I'm guessing guess the same Scorpion Island. I'm assuming the same island is, is Scorpion Island, or maybe it looks different. I don't know. That'd be cool. And, and there, they there's just there's tons. Like they just spawn. It's on purpose. They just spawn nonstop. It's it's a it's an island of nightmares, literally. Um, but then, on any other island you go to, technically you can force them to spawn, and by removing everything that spawns a bug. So that's that's. That's tree stumps. I mean, literally all the way down to the stump. You gotta, you gotta cut down the tree, remove the tree, remove all plants, remove all fruit, remove all rocks. rocks. You basically have to just, you know, just strip the island flat, strip it flat. Cut. Yeah, but the more ri- the more rivers there are on the island, the harder it is to get them to spawn because you'll get a lot of water bugs. Um, so Bamboo Island, if you can't get the actual tarantula slash scorpion island, the next best option is the uh, Bamboo Island. Because you can make it completely, because it's completely flat, there's not multiple layers, and there's no rivers. So you run around the island chasing away the other bugs so that the now, no tarantulas, or now the scorpions in the northern hemisphere, southern hemisphere has tarantulas now, you can you can get those to spawn. And so... I, I, um, I, I only found like three or four when I did I found it. a pattern. If you get back on the island, I want to show you. I found a pattern of running, and it, I don't know if it was coincidence or what, but it seemed like they were spawning faster. But my problem, though, going back to the whole scorpion versus tarantula, is that um, used to, if I kind of ran up by accident on a scorp- on a uh, tarantula, I could get away. Oh, yeah, and yeah, same. On the scorpions, you can't. I know, same. You run up even close to him, and he's like, you run up to him, and boom, he's got you. There's yeah. no pause where you have a chance to, to run away. And so Yeah, I noticed that. nasty little I know. suckers. But hey, I turned them in and made almost half a million bells. Pretty wow. good. To flick. Pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, so... Um, so yeah, my animal crossing, same thing. I'm messing with the terraforming. I did a little bit with the land. Um, I did brick paths everywhere. Last time I talked about how I started the new cafe area and I, th- I think it brought me up to a four star rating is that I set up a brand new outdoor, um, like poolside activity area where I've got a pool, I've got a slide, I've got beach or lawn chairs out there, a beach ball, you know, the, uh, um, uh, uh what's uh, the, the guy who the guy who catches you if you drown. Lifeguard. Lifeguard. Thank you. you got a lifeguard <laughs> stain right there. And then I built a, a a blue wrought iron fence around it as well. And it looks it looks real nice and everything. I think that's what finally bumped me up. To yeah, four I'm not sure what brought mine up because I didn't make any big changes. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what brought it up a star, but it I did. 
I, my villagers are still complaining about the trees because they are afraid of getting lost and missing their favorite episode of their TV program. That's exactly what they say. And it drives me crazy. So well, then just cut some down. Joe, what is the progress of your island? Uh, it's going pretty good. I think I have, I have all the fruits now growing on my island. I think I'm going to rearrange them all to just one part of my island. Mm-hmm. And we just have like, just, just like a grove area. That's kind of what Melissa did. Yeah, and then uh, I moved my house to, I guess, an island on my island. I moved my house there. That's cool. So then I, I'm adding an extra room. So it's going, my progress is going slowly. So, so pro tip, figure out now what kind of inclines and bridges you want. Oh, because yeah. if you don't, you're going to – so I, I, I did calculate it the other day. Uh, it's, it cost me um, right at three-quarters of a million – three-quarter million bells in building, demolishing, rebuilding my bridges, my ramps. Because I thought I wanted stone, and then after you beat the story mode and you have island designer mode, and I, large, and I, laid, uh, and I began to lay brick pads everywhere, that brick looked nasty compared to that stone. I had to re- tear all those down and redo everything with bricks. Yeah, I'm working one bridge right now, and I, I went ahead with, with, with iron bridge because I nice. it was blue, so it looked nice. So I went and did that one. So I'm working on that. Aren't one those bit. ones like on the expensive side? Yeah, it's like three two hundred and ninety eight. Yeah, yeah, those th- those, I those did, expensive but nice. I did sus, I did suspension bridges. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I have all suspension bridges because I I just like the way they look. Because it's like all the ones in the movies, you know? I wish they moved, though. I know, right? They, they don't, don't move. move. I thought they were going to move. That'd be cool. You I could was do so like, excited for that. Yeah, you could do like some like Jumanji Island I or something. I, 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 yeah, but I have all suspension bridges and uh, log staircases is what they're called. Um, and I just like the way it looks. It's not It's not because it's cheap. You you, you, you called me cheapo because I picked I did call you cheapo. cheaper ones. Cheapo? Huh? I did call you cheapo. I know you did, but so that's I, not that's why, why I did it. I just like the way it looks. What else have y'all been playing? Uh, Mario plus Rabbids. You know, we talked about this a couple shows ago. I've been jumping back into that recently. I, just, I think I just got into the third world. Nice. So I'm working my way through Great there. Great game. Do you have that game, Joe? Which one? Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Uh, Cassie has it. I took it from her. I'm going to start playing it. Dude, great game. And let me just say this to you. If, um, if you're playing the first world and you feel like, man, this is just kind of slow or kind of easy, keep going. The game is amazing. It's a really great game. Um, it has a... What about World Two? Halfway through World Two, it begin the difficulty definitely yeah, ramps up. Yeah, it, it starts getting a lot harder. Right, and there's actual strategy. Uh, it's a good game. Because no, I started playing it, it looked like a good game, just I never got to play in it. But yeah, like, I was looking for more games to play. So great game, definitely yeah. play that one. Yeah. Um, what else, Jay? You know what you've been that, playing? No, that's about it. Animal Crossing and Mario Plus Rabbids. So I picked up Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy, and uh, the other day it's on sale, and because of the whole you know May Fourth was this past Tuesday, May the 4th be with you, or, or Monday, I mean, excuse me. Um, man, I forgot how good that game is. But talk about a generational gap. Uh, this has, like, the original graphics on the PC and everything else and the original controls, and they're a little sloppy and everything like that. So I'm playing with Caleb, and Caleb's I'm ma- I'm making it play, and he's, like, just trying to play. took him forever to get out of the water, just jump up on a platform because the camera movement was so fast. But that's how I remember it being, so I had to slow things down for him. Um as far as the sensitivity and all that. But, man, I just love that game. It's so good. Did you ever play it back on the PC? No, I didn't play it. Jedi Academy rocks. Um, it's it's a, it's a great game. You just need to play it. It's a great game. It has a fun story, but the multiplayer is where it's awesome because you can get in there. Um, I don't remember how many it is. I need to look it up. But you can get in there with a lot of people online and just think about it. Force powers and lightsabers and then go at it. 
I think my favorite Star Wars game was back on the N64. I don't, what was it called? Uh, was it, was Shadow, it the, Shadows of the Empire? Ooh, Shadows of the Empire. Uh, I remember that game. My, that's my favorite one. I really like the, I don't remember what it's called, uh, the... It was the the racing game. Uh, it was episode it was episode one oh, Pod the, Racer. Pod, pod Racers, racer. yes, I played. But that one. it wasn't just Pod Racers. Other things too you you could take. But basically, that was the game. Yeah. Love that game, and they are bringing that to Switch, which I am super excited about that That'd game. Be cool. So, um, been playing other games as well. Um, Joe, I know you've been playing a lot of Skyrim. Uh, yes. How many hours again do you have in Skyrim on the Switch alone? I Roughly, I don't know. It has, it has to be a lot. It's a lot. I know, like ballpark. We, we could, Two, three hundred, something like that. Maybe Two or three hundred, maybe more. And, and how many would you say on other consoles? Uh, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure it's in the thousands, maybe. We go back Dang. to back from uh, 360. Oh, because I had it on the PS2, had it on the 360, had it on the Xbox One. Now, now I have my Switch. So, like, so a lot. So, so I, I have like five copies of the game because when it first came out, I bought it, and then when the game of the year came out with all the updates, I bought that one. So all together, how many hours do you think you have in? How, how much of your life is spent in Skyrim? I'm pretty sure it's in the thousands. Okay, we're, we're gonna we're gonna now, look at that here in a second. Uh, okay. r- real quick on Switch, he said around 200 hours on Switch. On Switch, I don't think that's you right. You said around 200. I, I think it's yeah. right here. It says 515 <laughs> okay. or more. 500 right. or 15 or more. Just, okay, dude. Just on Switch. So, so then I might be in a couple of thousands. <laughs> by time, that's or, your game. Yeah, that there is you your go. game. Okay, it's, it's just. I enjoy that game. Oh, um, I am. I, there's other games I'm playing with. I'm not talking about them quite yet, just because I'm doing reviews. Uh, we were given review copies for um, Streets of Rage Four. We're going to check out, as well as Travel Mosaics, uh, both of those on Switch, uh, as well as there's a Oculus Quest game that I'm also reviewing right now. So we'll in the next week or two hopefully have a full review on these other games. Um, I can just say this though. I am having a lot of fun with these games. A lot of fun. So, uh, And then the other th- thing that we're going to say, Jay, for this game is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order oh, yeah. that we picked up. Uh, that was the first game I bought in three years on Xbox. Loving this game. Um, it, 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 we're still getting into the story. We're early on. Jaden does not like problem solving or puzzles or... Yeah, no, I don't. I don't care for those types of games. Well, the, the one thing, my one gripe with this game is that it seems to be glitchy. Not just graphically glitchy, which I don't understand why it shouldn't be this late on. This late on in the in, in the Xbox's lifespan, you know, Xbox One's lifespan, yeah. and that it's by EA. There was graphical glitches, like you had the the poncho on or whatever they call it in oh, the game, yeah. and there was a patch on his uh, like his left shoulder that kept flickering in and out as he was talking. I'm not sure, but I love the premise. I love the story about it so far. Yeah, um, I mean, it's a good game. The um, frustrating part was that one level we were on. Yeah, where you have what was the robot's annoying. name? Um, BD one. You're trying to get into the Jedi Vault, and yeah. if you know the the game, you know the game and know the level, and you use BD one to ride around like a trolley on all of the um, your zip, zip lining, lines. zip lining across. Well, we got stuck for at least thirty minutes, not knowing what to do. We kept running around the island, kept going to that same zip line, thinking we need a, we need we need a zip line here, and nothing would happen. And we would do the same thing. We'd go around the island, the entire place, come back to it. Jumping, doing anything and everything, going to it, nothing would happen. So we went to it one more time, and it just clicked. He jumped up BD1, jumped up there for us so we could go across, and we wasted at least half an hour just on that. It was that. very frustrating. I get tired of those kinds of games really quickly. The ones that you have to, like, figure stuff out. But you enjoyed it up until we that Yeah, bug. I mean, it was fun, especially, like, fighting with the lightsaber. That was pretty that cool. That was really cool. But, I mean, it, it's, it's a fun game. I just... 
it's just those types of like problem solving puzzle things is get no i don't like them very much what about movies tv anything uh, cool y'all been watching or seeing lately not particularly per- so particularly. so jay we uh mommy and i made you watch underwater with us oh yeah forgot about that yeah um yeah 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 so yeah have you seen underwater joe uh, that's a, a struggle. That's a struggle one, right? No, 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 no. Um, this one's with uh, what's her name from Twilight. I honestly don't. I always know. say her name oh, wrong. Uh, Kirsten no, no, no. Stewart or something. Yeah, yeah like her, that. her. She's in it. She's the the, the the lead in it. Um, I thought her acting was fine. I, I didn't have an issue with her. Um, so let's do this. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes critics give it forty eight percent, and then viewers give it sixty percent. I probably fall right there. I think that's a good, accurate statement for me. 48 or 60? The 60. Um, I, it was definitely more than a 48. Um, I wasn't feeling too good when we were watching it. I had a, had a, had a migraine. I was tired. I just I was kind of out of it anyway. So I'm not sure if that was part of the reason why I didn't enjoy it as much. I want to go back and watch it again. Um, maybe my expectations were too high going into it. It was just kind of like, eh. And, and here's the other reason I need to watch it again. Um, every time I saw y'all jump, like you know, we were watching it with several people, every time y'all were jumping or like, ah, I wasn't watching. I was taking a drink, or I had looked down to get something, and I, I I missed every jump moment. And I don't like horror films, but I do like movies that suspenseful movies make me jump. And I didn't have a single jump move, moment in the entire movie. I just missed them all. So but that's what yeah, we were watching. I mean, I didn't really care for it. Well, I finally got around to watch it, Hobbs and Shaw, which I enjoyed. Ooh. How did you like that one? I liked it. It was, it was a good action. I movie. really want to see that. Well, it's, it's, it's a good movie. The story's good, and then you know how fast the movie ended. Have a, an outrageous chase scene at the end, explosions and unrealistic stuff. But it was, <laughs> was enjoyable. Like, it's a great like action movie. Uh, no, I, I remember seeing the previews for this, and I really wanted to see it. It looked really good. Um, the other thing I've been watching is uh, Castlevania season three. I just started. It's been out for a while, but I just watched it. Uh, this is rated M for mature, so definitely adults only. Don't let your kids watch this. Um, Critics are giving this season, season three, each season they break down. In season three, they're giving it 100, and I am loving it. Um, viewers are giving it an 83 right now. I am loving it. Uh, season one was good. Season two is better. Um, season three, it's taken me a little bit longer to kind of get into the story, uh, and I'm only three episodes in, so I guess I'm almost halfway, or four episodes in, I'm almost halfway. Um, really liking it though. Did you ever watch the Castlevania? Yes, I watched the first two seasons. Uh, I haven't started season three yet, but I'm going to. But I, I really enjoyed the first two seasons because I watched the first uh, season. Cause I had heard of it, but I never played the game growing up. But I was impressed by the first season, so I'm looking forward to it. So Hobbs and Shaw was just looking at it right now. So Rotten Tomatoes critics gave it 67, percent which is about average movies like this. But the moviegoers gave it 88. percent So um, I really want to see this movie. Like, it looks so good. Uh, it is very entertaining to watch. Awesome. Uh-huh. Awesome. Okay. Um, is there anything left on the show notes here, Jay? Oh, I did want to make one note here. So uh, I talked about how I was um, reading C.S. Lewis's Space Trilogy um, and really liked book one, really liked book two. I'm about a third of the way through book three, uh, which is That Hideous Strength, having a hard time with this book. I'm only now just beginning to get into it, and I'm about a third of the way through it. So I don't know why that is, because I like C.S. Lewis. His first two books were, were great. Um, th- this third one I'm just having a hard time with. I don't know. Just not your cup of milk? Yeah, nothing really to talk about. I just want to throw that out there into the you know the wide open space that is the Internet. 
And uh, if you've read this and you have thoughts um, on the trilogy as a whole or your views on the books, then let me know. I'd like to see what you have to say on that. So this is going to bring us on over to our next segment. So, Joe, here's the question, and you've made this too easy for us. Okay. You have over 2,000 hours, probably closer to 3,000. Maybe. Do we dare say 4,000? We don't know. No one knows. It's impossible to find well, out. It's been out for 10 years, so. <laughs> Irrelevant, sir. Irrelevant, sir. So, my question for you is this. Are you dragonborn, or are you dragon slain? I don't know. I guess we'll see. <laughs> so we have two uh, questionnaires here that we're looking at. They're both from thequiz.com. You have not looked at this yet, no. and this is a surprise for you on the show. And we're going to find out if you're Dragonborn or Dragon Slain. I'm going to say straight up, I'm Dragon Slain. I don't know I'm what Dragon Fodder. Um, you don't, you've never played Skyrim. I mean, you played a little bit. Yeah, it was like a few years Joe, ago. Joe, give though. us a very short synopsis or definition on Dragonborn. What does it mean, Dragonborn? Oh, in the game, basically, Dragonborn means you're born with the soul of a dragon. Yes. So, and then... Dragon Slain would be... Oh. Dragon, your dragon fodder. That's he cool. ate you. Yeah. So we're going to find out which one Joe is, Dragonborn or Dragon Slain, based That's on cool. his, you know, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 4, hours. So, yeah. Joe, I'm going to give you the option of which quiz you get to take. So, uh, the first one has 35 questions, and it says only real Elder Scroll fans can pass the Skyrim quiz. Second one has 25 questions, and it says only diehard Skyrim fans can score over 80% on this test. Um, I'm leaning towards the second one, but I'm going to let you yeah. pick. It's the second one because Elder Scrolls, because I played Oblivion, but have not played it nearly as much as uh, Skyrim. Well, I do believe, again, and you should see it there on your screen, this should be just for Skyrim. But um, we'll do the third one, okay? okay? So I'm going to control this, and then I'm going to let you kind of tell me what you want, and then we'll do the, um, uh, I'll do the, put the entries in here for you and everything else. So uh, if you're listening to this and you love Skyrim, I'm going to link this into the show notes, and so you get to see if you're Dragonborn or Dragon Slain compared to Joe Ochoa. So if I don't know anything, <laughs> which one does that make me? The dragon probably went past you and thought you were a rock. Like he didn't think you're. I'm Dragon Rock. You're Dragon Rock. Okay, so I'm gonna read these questions. I need to move some things around here because I'm using my laptop here. So just move this just for a second. I'll bear with me. Okay, question one: Which legendary king does Skyrim reference with an Easter egg? Uh, I think maybe King Arthur. So the options are, and I'm gonna say these wrong. So correct me. So King Constance, King Walt, uh, Vortimir, King Arthur, or King Malgo. I've seen that. I've seen that skeleton with the with the sword. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Maybe with Arthur, it'd be sword in the stone. So I'm not sure about the other kings. I haven't heard of them. So mm. It's an Easter egg. Which one is it? Yeah, pick one. Uh, Got 25 questions here. All right, let's just go with Arthur. King that's Arthur. All right, that's this. what we're gonna pick. Question two: At which tomb does the headless horseman come to rest? And I'm not even going to pronounce these. Can you pronounce these for us? Uh, Do you know these places? No. Okay, it's it's Anz- Anzelvund. 
I think it's Young Gone Burrow. Young Gone Bur- Burrow. I think that might be it. Four, four host. Why am I doing this? <laughs> Armor's rest. Yeah, I, I, cause I know. I, 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 followed, I followed the horseman. I know where he goes. I just I don't remember the name of the name of it. But so the question is, uh, he comes to rest at which one? It might be Harvin's rest, maybe. All right, Harvard's rest. Uh, rest. Is that correct? All right, let's move to the next one. Can you name this race? It's like a high elf. Denmer, Nord, Altmer. Breton, or Altmer. Yeah. All right, that was so he was very sure of question three. Question four. At night, what will show up in the sky if you look up and use unrelenting force? Moon, a dragon, aura, or a giant star? No, I think there's an aura when you shoot it up in the sky. An aura? All right. Question five. Can you name this race? Argonian. Denmer, Argonian. I haven't read it yet. Argonian. <laughs> okay. Instant off, you know, like Argonian, there Argonian you Breton, or I don't know how you say that last one. Kajit. Kajit. I'm dragon fodder. Okay. Argonian. All right, there we go. Question six. What did the adventurer uh, take to her knee? An arrow. Okay, a torch, a dragon, a sword, an arrow. Dude, I got to read them first. All right. An arrow. <laughs> what... What number installment is Skyrim in the Elder Scrolls series? I know this one. I don't. Third, fourth, fifth, or sixth? Fifth. That's what I was going to say, too. Yeah. Just because I'm a visual guy, and I and I remember yeah. the, the, the low. Oh, crap. Oh, so it tells you right away which one's right. I meant yeah. to hit fifth. Okay. Dude, so far you've had all these right then. All right. All right. So far you've got every single one of these right. I thought it was going to tell us afterwards. Question eight. What was the first line said during the Skyrim trailer? The dragon return, grab your sword, the truth finally dawns, it is time to fight. Now, how many characters do you have? Have you created on the Switch alone? Uh, I had to get rid of some because I ran out of space and wanted to create a new character. So, so how many? I got rid of some that I wasn't playing with. <laughs> so how many characters on Switch? I think right now I have five. So you had more because you had to delete some. I had more, I had to delete some. Is it, exa- is it too much of an exaggeration to say you've probably created 20 characters? Uh I probably got like, overall over I, everything. I, I have like way more than that. Wait, way <laughs> more than that. So you should know this line. What was the first line said during the Skyrim trailer? I think it might be "Dragons Return." The dragons return. You are wrong. Oh. The answer is the truth finally dawns. I saw the trailer so long ago. So, so disappointed. I'm not. He's got everything. So disappointed. Right up to that one. <laughs> All right. Question number nine. Can you name this race? Bosmir, Altmer, uh, Redguard, Nord. Bosmer. <laughs> I can't say anything right. Very good. Uh, question 10. How many words make up a dragon shout? One, two, three, or four? Three. You are correct. All right, you're doing good. Question 11. Can you name this race? Khajiit, Dunmer, Redguard, or... Orzmer. Orzmer? Yeah. I want to say Orzmer. Okay, yeah. and you are correct. All right, question 12. Which uh, enemies guard where you learn the dragon shouts? Dragon wraiths, shout catchers, undead dragon priests, wall wraiths. Read the question again. Which enemies guard where you learn the dragon shouts? Dragon wraiths, shout catchers, undead dragon priests, wall wraiths. This is the first time you actually look stumped. Because oh, usually you go to a wall. Well, I guess it's a usually 
probably maybe usually either a dragon guarding the tomb or uh, I guess the undead. So maybe an undead dragon priest. All right, let's see. You are correct. All okay. right. Question 13. Can you name this race? Redguard, Nord, Bosmer, Breton. Uh, I go to Breton because it looks smaller. So, You are correct. I was going to guess Redguard. Shows you how much I know. Um, question 14. Which dragon shout consists of the words storm, lightning, and wrath? Dismaying shout, disarm, clear skies, or storm call? Storm call. You are correct. I don't, dude. That's an awesome shout if you ever get in the game. All right. Uh, question 15. Can you name this race? Nord, Dunmer, whatever. Kajit. <laughs> Forget it all. It's a Dunmer. <laughs> it's a Dunmer. You are correct. All right. Uh, name the town you are almost executed in. Is it, he- oh, forget it. Helgen, Riverwood. Helgen. I- I- Iverstead, Dragonbridge. You know, people who know this game are going to be shouting at me. They're going to be shouting at their car radio saying, it's, what'd you say? Helgen. It's Helgen, you get it? It's Helgen. Listen, it's Helgen. Or it's not how you say Iverstead. How do you say that? Iverstead. I said it right. See, you on the radio. Uh, you said Helgen. Okay, there we go. Correct. All right, number 17. Can you name this race? I can. He's from the, uh, what was that movie with um, uh, Matt Damon? Um, uh, was it just The Wall? See, I never watched The Wall. I think, is it Matt Damon? Yeah, the, with the, with the China. The sam- Samurai and all yeah. that and The Wall. I really I like their it. noodles. You like yeah. their noodles? Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you have Mulan. Oh, I love that. Yeah, movie. What name this race, Mulan. That's yeah. not a race. <laughs> Actually, that sounds kind of racist. I should, yeah. That was wrong. Whoops, sorry. Okay. It's a red guard. <laughs> Is it Nord, red guard, Argonian, or Denmer? Red guard. Because he's all red? And yeah. you got it right. All right, then. Uh, name the main pub in Riften. Is it the B and Barb? The Ragged Flock? Hold on. The Ragged Flag? <laughs> what are these names? <laughs> the Ragged Flag? <laughs> I don't know why that is so funny. Um, hold on, uh, somebody's house, Arian's house, arenas, arena. <laughs> I'm crying, so I'm laughing, and I can't see. Um, or the Blackbriar Meadery. Well, they're all in Riften, but the main one is. Well, hold up. Barb. This is a trick question. They're all in Riften. All of them are Riften, but the main one that I don't even know this. Go to are the B and Barb. The main part yeah, is the, the Red Dragon is for the Thieves Guild. The Blackbriar's kind of. Nice. It's, uh, it's, they made the black briar, so it's kind uh-huh. of crooked. All right, so the B and Barb, your final yeah. answer. All yes. right. Oh! oh! Shoot! The B and Barb is the one I go to mostly, so. Mm, let's see here. So is that only the second one he's gotten wrong so far? Yeah, but I'm curious if they added anything here. Anyway, so that's so uh, Black Briar Meadery is considered the main pub in Riften. Good to know. See, this is an educational well, well, podcast. I, I guess the B&B is more of an in, I guess, so maybe mm. that's why. Well, this is an educational podcast, so there you go. There you uh, go. Question 19. Can you name this race? I'm tired of these questions. Is it uh, Argonian, Imperial, Nord, or Altmer? He looks kind of like he's uh, part of it. looks like a Nord. That's what I was going to say. Same. Had a Thor look to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nord? Is that your answer? Nord. You are correct, yes. sir. Question 20. Name the mythical animal associated with the ring of... How do you say that? Hercene. Hercene. Sure. It's valued 400. I should know this more. 
All right, name the mythical animal associated with the Ring of Hercene. Elf, goblin, troll, or werewolf? Werewolf. And you are correct, sir. Question number 21. Can you name this race? We should have done the other one. Yeah. Uh, Argonian, Nord, Imperial, or Redguard? Imperial. Imperial? Yes. All right. And very good, sir. Question 22. Can you name this race? Khajiit. I'm not even going to try anymore. Good job. You got that one right. Uh, 23. Name the person who is in the coffin in the dark... Bro- Excuse me, Brotherhood. Ooh, that's a really cool-looking dagger. Or is that a sword? Looks like a dagger. It's a dagger. I really like... I want that I want that dagger. Uh, name the person who is in the coffin in the dark Brotherhood. The day man, the dragon mother, the night mother, the forgotten elf. Night mother. Night mother. You are correct. <laughs> Now I'm wondering if these questions are actually hard or not. I know, right? He's breezing through them. Question 24. Finish the running gag. Let me guess. Somebody stole your Sweet blank. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let me guess. So you, so you got to see the picture. I'm looking at this 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 guard, you know, with a face mask on, so you can't even see him. He's got a helmet on. He goes, so let me guess. Somebody stole your sword, shield, potion, Sweet, I would never guess sweet roll, and you are correct. Uh, that's as as Easter egg two from uh, Fallout. Oh, really? Yeah, that's it, hilarious. I think Fallout uh, three. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, final question, question twenty five. The voice actor for uh, Parthenax. Parthenax. Oh, thank you. Also voiced another famous video game character. What is the name of that character? Leon Kennedy. Dante, Dirk the da- Daring, or Mario? Uh, I have no idea about this question. <laughs> so, do you know, do you know who Mario. that dragon is right there? Yes. So, I mean, do you know you know no, enough no. to do you know like what he sounds like? Yeah, no, I, I, I hear his voice. You hear his in my voice. Head. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say probably not Mario. But I, I guess he's a voice actor, so they can disguise their voice. That is very want. true. What do you think, uh, Leon Kennedy? Yeah, let's go with that Dante. One. Dirk the Daring or Mario? Let's go with Leon Kennedy. Leon he's, Kennedy? He's from Assassin's Creed, right? I, just, I don't know. Uh, let's try that out. Oh, uh, it's Mario! Mario? Dude! I guess, I guess I should have my first test. <laughs> just say Mario. <laughs> oh, that is great. Uh, so let's look at your, your uh, results here. And uh, we're waiting on the speed of the internet to tell us. So you scored an 84. Now, one of those was my incorrect. Right. And so... Um, you would have scored higher. I don't know what the difference would have been. Jaden, your math head. Well, there's 25. 25 questions. So each one should be worth four, but that doesn't make any sense. So 84% is what of... Uh, oh, no, 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 no. So 84%... Eh, I don't do math. So you got 25. 100 to, so 100 divided by 25, right? It's four. What do you mean it doesn't make sense? Well, because he got an 84 um, well, he got an 84 because there was 25 questions. And he got three wrong, but actually two. So 22 times four but that'd be tw- is 88. Oh, I'm thinking 90. I'm I'm not thinking straight at all. Wait, what? Did you get four wrong? Because that would make sense. I'm not sure. So, 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 so hold on. Yes, he got four wrong, but technically he only got three wrong, and I got one there wrong. There you go. So you actually got an 88. So you actually, so Joe, you scored an 88. The average score on this test is an 80. So you're up there beyond. So you're definitely yeah. dragonborn. So the only ones I missed are the ones that are just outside of the game. Hey, right, hey, yeah. a true fan 
would care. I'm just saying a, a true, true fan, fan would care. Right. Um, okay, are you, let's see, where, where are we at on time here? Um, my timer went off. You know, we've got a little bit, we got a little bit of time. You want to yeah. do the other quiz? Sure. All right, here go we go. Uh, let's see here. This one's titled, Only Real Elder Scroll Fans Can Pass the Skyrim Quiz. Here we go. Question number one. Why did the guard quit becoming an adventurer? He was threatened by that there were a uh, dark brotherhood. He couldn't take the rats. He was more of a dragon man. He took an arrow to the knee. He got offered a high and nigh position. He took an arrow to the knee. See, I was going to guess he got offered a high and high position, but you are correct. Uh, question number two. Which of these is a race option in character creation? Satire, Draenei, Ogre, Orc? Did I read those right? Yeah, it's Orc. Is that Draenei? That's World of Warcraft. Anyway, Orc. You are correct, sir. I know that one. Uh, who is the Jarl? Uh, or not, it's not Jarl. How do they say it? Is it? It's not Jarl, right? Jarl. Jarl. I knew I was saying it wrong. Again, Skyrim lovers out there quit hating me. Who is the Jarl of Windhelm? General Tullius, Ulfric, Stormcloak. I can't read these. Bogroth the Greater. Or, okay. You know what? You're going to start reading all four questions and then tell us, or four answers and tell us which one it is. So, uh, Movarth Pikin. It's uh, Ulfric Stormcloak. And you are correct. All right. Question number four Which creatures. Toe ooh, makes the best potions. Trolls, chickens, mammoths, or giants? Uh, giants. Ooh, I was going to guess giant just because it sounded right. I was going to guess chickens. Oh, total wrong, Jay. Totally wrong. I know. What are, uh, question five. What are the champions? Angels. Vampires. Werewolves. Vampires. Daedric. How do you say that? Daedric. Daedric cultists. Uh, werewolves. What did you say before you looked no, at these? No, did you say dragons? No, they said they're like you said champions. This is companions. Champions? Oh, compa- Oh, what are the companions? Sorry, werewolves. You are correct. Question six. Oh, this is great. Which of these is the shout for unrelenting force? And so we're basically looking at the actual shout that you see in the game, which is the yeah. weird writing yeah, on written, it, written in dread in the dragon language. So is this Fusroda? Ron Murta, and I'm saying all these wrong, I'm sure. Dunriver, or yeah, Vire, I don't know. And then Yo to Shul. It's Fus Dora. It's Fus. <laughs> he's like, not even the way you said it. It's Fus Dora. Dora. Fus Roda. Yeah. And you are correct. Uh, what city? <laughs> I'm just thinking of people listening who like this, show, this game, and I'm just butchering it. What city? Uh, question seven. What city is the Thieves Guild located in? Solitude, Windhelm, Riften, or Whiterun? Uh, Ripton. Glad to know that because I need to get back to that area. So now I know. Question eight. Uh, where are you headed in the opening scene? To prison? To be executed? To warn the village of a dragon attack? Or to meet the High King of Tamriel? I know this one. I know this one as well. Be executed. To be executed. Yeah, I got one right. Why? Because everyone deserves... No, no, I'm joking. Question nine. <laughs> who, who attacked uh, Helgen? Uh, Alduin... Read these names for us. Alduin... Venator, Domavir, and Parthenax. It's all doing. First one? Yes. And you are correct again. Question 10. Question 10. Which group opposes the Stormcloaks? The Blades, the Dark Brotherhood, Imperial Legion, the Volk, the Volk, Volkahar, whatever clan? Uh, The Imperial Legion. 
You are correct, sir. Question 11. Which vampire can be found with an Elder Scroll in a sarcophagus? Uh, Hel- Helgi? Helgi? Uh, Valis- Valeris- Valerisier? I don't know. Serana Harkon. Serana. You are correct, sir. Question 12. What does Ciro Cir- of the Dark Brotherhood dress like? A queen, a blacksmith, a bunny, or a court jester, huh? A court jester. <laughs> a, why is a bunny on there? I don't know. You are correct. <laughs> Question 13. After leaving Helgen, which town should you visit? Should you visit? Interesting. Riverwood, uh, Iverstead, Rorkerstead, White Run. You should go to Riverwood, but a lot of people just go off on their own and start doing whatever they want. Uh, is Helgen the first city you go to? Yeah, Helgen's the first one you go into. I, I go to White Run next, I think, is what I did. No, well, well, well you, you escape Helgen and then you head to Riverwood, and then they give, that's when they give you the quest to go to White Run. Gotcha. So after leaving Helgen, which town should you visit? Riverwood. Riverwood. And you are correct. What is this caddy race called? Uh, Argonian, Alt, something, Bosmir, or... Khajiit. Khajiit. Okay. So, um, I, uh, I, I, I'm trying to say, can I say this? How, I, I, so this is a PG show, so I have to be really careful how I say this. Um, Melissa knows this about me. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. And maybe I only ever notice it with cats. But whenever they do a female cat in a video game and they try to make her look humanoid, get what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. It freaks me out. (laughs) It totally weirds me out. And I can't be more descriptive than that. I can't be more descriptive. Maybe they don't do it with other animal races. Maybe it's only cats. I don't know. I don't have a problem with, like, all the aliens in Star Trek, Star Wars, whatever else. You do a cat race, and and there's so many games that have cats, and they do this. Um, Oh, what's that game right now we're reviewing? Um, Traveling Mosaics. Yeah. There's there's a cat in the second one, I think, on the the cover art. Same thing. Freaks me out. I don't know why, but it, it, like, makes my skin crawl. Is that just me? Yes. There's, it looks uh, normal to you, it, like a person? doesn't yeah. bother me, but... It's a cat. Dude, I don't uh, know, and it's just the cats. What was the answer to this question? <laughs> it would answer Khajiit, but from the picture, it looks like the person's running mods on it to make it more... Uh, okay, more yeah. robust? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know. If, if you think I'm weird, or if you have the same weird... I don't know, this phobia... About cats look female cats oh, looking like cats. like like a like a like a humanoid female cat thing, um, yeah. Right into the show. Let us know. Question fifteen: In which faction can you find? I can't get past the question now. What, uh, what I just said: In which faction can you find? How you say your name? Aaliyah. Uh, sh- sure. <laughs> it's like a let me, but yeah. anyway, the Dark Brotherhood, the Companions, the Silver Hand, or the Thieves Guild. The Companions. The Companions, very good. So far, every question is correct. Question 16, what special trait do the Argonians have? They can resist ice spells. They can resist fire spells. They can breathe underwater. They can climb trees. They can breathe underwater. You are correct. I was looking for they can breathe fire. It looks like they should be able to breathe fire or spit acid. Anyone can breathe fire with the shouts. Oh, okay. Never mind. Duh. Jake, you look at me like you know. Question 17, what must you drink? No. Yeah, yeah. It looks the question looks weird. What must you drink the blood spring water from? 
a water skin made from Nords that matters. Uh, you drink from the vein a chalice or the skull. A chalice. A chalice of blood. <laughs> okay, got it correct. Question eighteen. When do you uh, when do you when do you get Shadowmere? Is that worded correct? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. When do you get Shadow? Oh, that is so cool. I've never had Shadowmere. Yeah, he's an undead horse, so he can't be killed. If you choose to follow Ulfric, if uh, right before you take on Alduin, near the end of the Dark Brotherhood questline, or upon joining the Thieves Guild, it's near the end of the Dark Brotherhood questline. I was going to guess that just from the Same. context, but very good, sir. Um, what can you not build? Oh, I'm sorry. Where can you not build a homestead? Uh, White Run, the Pale, Falkreath, and then Hellmarch. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's called Hellmarch? Yeah. H-J-A-A-L March. Okay, sure. Uh, which which started answer? Uh, White Run. White Run. You are correct, sir. Question 20. When can you remarry after becoming a widow? Oh, that's sad. You can't. 10 days, 24 hours, or right away. Well, my wife's never died in the game, so I was... So she's but, never but, gotten but, to the but, point but, where but, you just offed her yourself? Well, I know a lot of people, like, they get tired of them and they kill their wives <laughs> <laughs> to get a new one, but uh, I would assume it's right away. So you would assume... But I've never killed my wife in game. So far, you're perfect on this game, dude. You are perfect on this on this, on this this quest. I mean, not quest, on this uh, questionnaire. So um, no take backs. What do you want to do? This is go right away. Right away. Oh, you can't. Can't. I'm pretty you sure can't. I've read that you can, but I nope. haven't done this. So. Nope. Nope. Wrong. You okay. can't. It's a covenant, and once she dies, she haunts you for the rest of the game. I'm, I'm making that up. I don't know. Uh, question twenty one. How many children can you have? Unlimited, as long as they are available. What? Uh, one, two, or four? Uh, two. The answer is two. I thought I knew that one as well. So very good on me. Uh, what is the best place to learn more about magic? Is it Winterhold, Fal- Falkreath, Windhelm, or Whiterun? I was confused these two cities. Uh, I think it's Winterhold. Are you sure? Yes, go Winterhold. Hope the snow isn't distracting you. Oh, yes. you are correct. Very good, sir. Rift, uh, question 23. Rifton has the best what? Moon sugar, potions, mead, or Forsworn weaponry? I would say mead since that's where the black bar meter is located. All right. And you are correct, sir. Question 24. Which armor set has the highest defense? The Daedric armor? I'm, I don't know if I'm saying this right. The Staller? How do you say that? Staller ram. I've only used this set Armor. Once. Ebony armor or dragon plate armor? I think I know. I, I think dragon has the highest defense rating. Question all, is, all which armors. armor has the highest defense? Dragon plate. What would be your second guess? It would be Daedric, second guess, but I'm pretty sure it's Dragon. Dragon Plate? Oh! Daedric. Oh, no, okay, yeah. So the Daedric's highest armor, and dragons are the highest weapons. Okay. Well, maybe I got those confused then. No, but that was your second guess, though, so yeah. unfortunately, still a bit fat, big fat zero on that. Question 25. Butterflies are orange and what? Yellow, red, blue, or what? <laughs> they are precious in his sight. <laughs> Jesus loves all the children of the world. Uh, he's yellow. <laughs> Yellow, blue. They have blue ones too in the game. Maybe that's what the question is. Butterflies are orange and blue, not yellow. Uh, Question 26. Which dog must you pay for? Miko, Vilkas, Barbas, or Vigilance? Which dog must you pay for? Miko? Maybe it's Vigilance because I know Varkus is a person. 
All right. The other two are free. Vigilance. Good job. Question 27. Kolb and the Dragon, a book for Nord boys, is likened to what? The Book of Manners, To Kill a Mockingbird, Harry Potter's books, Choose Your Own Adventure books. Uh, Choose Your Own Adventures. I think I've actually read it in the game. Of course you have, and you are correct. (laughs) Question 28. What race is the Great Beard leader? Gray. Gray Wrong. Beard. Oh, oh, gray beard. Sorry, what did I say? Great. Oh, gray beard. Sorry. Uh, Nord, Denmer, Dragon, Imperial. What race is the gray beard leader? I think they're all Nords. Oh. Oh. Okay. Dragon. It's a trick question. I was I was thinking it was a. Uh, um, okay, Parthenax is the leader. Not 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 part of not, not one of the gray beards. So gotcha. I tricked myself in that question. Gotcha. Okay. Question 29. Who is the Daedric god of hedonism and debauchery? Uh, Sanguine, Azura, um, Malakath, Meridia? I don't know. Sanguine. All right. Sanguine? Yes. Sanguine. Sanguine. You are correct. Sanguine makes sense um, because if you know the... Four personality types, yeah, Sanguine, Melancholy. Yeah, he's the one that, I guess, I guess if you go to the bars, he'll be in there and challenge you to a drinking contest and then start his quest line. Awesome. Question 30. How much gold does your spouse give you each day? Is this in real life or in the game? It's probably in the game. Yeah. Uh, 20 gold, 50 gold, 100 gold, or 500 gold? How much gold does your spouse give you each day? I'm trying to remember. Bum, bum, uh, bum, bum. I know it's between 5 and 100. Just go with five. Uh, five. I'm sorry. Five hundred gold. Five hundred gold. Uh, Ooh, right. one hundred. Right. I know one of them. Now you're close. Question thirty. You know he may be more like dragon fodder on this one. Dragon slain. I don't know. Now you're doing good. Question thirty one. These last five questions. Which creature won't attack you unless you are aggressive? Skeevers, giants, wolves, or dragons? No, I know it's not wolves because when I played a couple years ago, they would always be fighting me. And I did never did nothing to them. And I thought dragons always. I don't even know what these other two are. So, I, what? Uh, which creature won't attack you unless you are aggressive? Uh, giants. I thought giants did attack you. Only if you attack them. Mammoths attack you no matter what. No, they won't attack you either. Dang it! I'm, I'm wrong. Both the guys. I knew it wasn't. I just wolves, know so. I've been killed by a bunch of giants in that in that game. Well, usually, if always you, early on. If you too. attack them. Like they will kill you. You know what it is? It's when I first get to White Run and I get my first few quests. I'm feeling kind of buff because I got a new sword or whatever else. And I jump into the game and like, oops, giant stomps on me and I'm dead. Yeah. You are correct, sir. Question uh, 32. Who is Vilka's sibling? Is it Vilka or is that how to yeah, say Vilkis. Huh? Vilkis. Who is Vilka's sibling? Tovar, 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 whatever. Codlac, Farkas, Ayla? I don't know. I'm butchering uh, this Farkas. game. Give me a Zelda game, and I can I, I I can I can school you on that one. Farkas, you said yes. All right, here we go. Question thirty-three: What is the highest rank of a wizard? Warlock, uh, Evoker, Master Wizard, Archmage. Archmage. That seemed like an obvious answer right there. Question thirty-four: Skyrim is blank blank installment in the Elder Scrolls franchise. The uh, third, the fourth, one? the fifth, or the sixth? Fifth. Are you positive? Yeah. You don't. You can't afford to get another one wrong. Are you sure it's the fifth installment? Yeah. Okay. You are correct. Last question. What is the capital of Skyrim? Is it Windhelm, Whiterun, Solitude, or Riften? Solitude. Dude, you didn't even pause on that one. This is too easy for you. Too easy for you. Let's look at your results here. 
And we're going to compare this to the rest of the internet. Uh, you scored an 86%. The average score on this one is 85%. So, so you still got over the, the average. About the same as the other one. Yeah. What does this down here say? It's a fine day around with you. I don't know. We'll forget that nonsense. Uh, very good. Well, we're going to put links to the show notes uh, for both of these quizzes so that you yourself can compare yourself to the mighty Joe Ochoa that is in Skyrim. What is your, what, just curiosity, what's been your favorite uh, race slash whatever combination, race slash class or whatever? Uh, well, I'm having a lot of fun right now with my, have a, have a, high, a high elf with the, and there was a wizard, mm-hmm. but I have my armor, armor enchanted, but usually I just go with Nord and like two swords or... I mean, a two-handed Nord with heavy armor is my favorite. Probably Interesting. I'm, I'm gonna play the most with my main two, and I say my main two, the two that I put the most time in. First one was uh, somebody can't tell you the race, don't remember, but he was a mage or magic wielder or whatever they're called. And killing dragons was so easy with magic, so easy. Um, then I went back, and my second main character, um, all melee, meleeing it all up having a really hard time killing dragons. And so now I'm trying to increase my, you know, my, my archer skill to see if that helps. Yeah. But really, like, you just got to work on your stamina and your health and get your armor up. And I can barely hit the dragon. Like, that's my issue is that when he gets near me, when he gets close enough for me to hit him, he's already charring me. And so I'm barely getting in good hits. With magic, he gets close or not even close. Well, I just well, whatever, both hands and he's he like before he... Uh, Blows his fire or whatever he uses that. I need to watch you play. Just, just shout at him, or you can just block him, and I'll make him stop, and you just start attacking mm. him. All right, then. Well, guys, there was Dragonborn or Dragon Slain, and Joe is most definitely Dragonborn. So let's go on I'm to a our. Rock. And Jaden is a rock, and I am Dragon Slain. So let's go on to our next segment of Indie Corner. Joe, if you're going to be on the show with us, you got to dance. Like every time we have these tunes, Jay and I start dancing. Let me just, let me just listen to it. It you just, it goes with the, the tune. You gotta dance. I'll try. Like, I'll dance for my daughter, but that's about it. Oh, well, at least you dance, dance for your daughter. And I don't want to know if you dance for your wife. We're moving on from that. Okay, so indie corner. Uh, got some games to throw at y'all this week. Uh, the first one is Metal Slug. It's currently on sale on the Nintendo eShop for three ninety nine. It's normally seven ninety nine. Um, I am a Huge fan of the Metal Slug series. I remember playing these on the arcade. I remember playing these Neo Geo. Um, love Metal Slug. I own, I think, the first, second, and third one on Switch so far. I believe you can get one, two, three, four, and X. Maybe one, two, three, four, five, and X. I'm not sure. Anyway, they're, if they're not all there, they're almost all there on the Switch. And man, this is one of the. Uh, this was the game that got me into the whole run and gun series. Like this, I mean genre. I love this game as a run and gun game. Amazing game. Um, did you ever play Metal Slug? I never played it. I heard of it. I just I never got around playing it. Is, is this like similar like, to like Contra or something like that? Yes, think of Contra. Yeah. But but here's what's great about this game. Think of Contra. Now think of this game over the top. You know, car- very cartoony, over the top. People screaming, you get bombs and grenades, you throw them. There's a thing they say in the first one over and over, and it's not coming to me right now. Um, but great game. Um, originally released uh, by SNK in 1996. Uh, really good game. Um, again, it's on the Switch, uh, but you can also buy this on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Steam. I would definitely check it out. At 8 bucks. it's a no-brainer to me. At $4, why haven't you bought 
pause the podcast and go buy this game. It's a great game. Uh, the second game we want to talk about is Oceanhorn Monster of Uncharted Seas. Have you ever played this game, Joe? Uh, no, I haven't. Jay, have you played Oceanhorn? No, I haven't. I I feel like I either I have it or Caleb has it. Someone has it, and I've like opened it to and try to play it, but I've it. never played it. So real fast, any backup? I just made a big uh, a boo boo, uh oh, whatever you want to call it. Metal Slug is not an indie title. I just realized that. Mm-hmm. Bad on me. So, still buy the game. It's a great. This game. isn't. This is game corner. This is this is the game corner on sale. Semi indie corner. Now we're there on the go. indie corner. On today's indie corner, we're bringing you two games, not three. Uh, Ocean. First one is Oceanhorn Monster of the Uncharted Seas. This is rated E, ten and up. Uh, on Metal Slug, by the way, that was rated T for teen. Um, there's something, some content. It's not, it's not scary. It's not grotesque. Um, there is a lot of blood and there are some, um, scenes that may be, you know, you inappropriate for younger children, but great game. Still go buy it. So, um, Oceanhorn Monster of Uncharted Seas. This is available on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Steam, iOS, Android. It's basically everywhere. Uh, this is rated again E10 and up. Right now it's on the Nintendo eShop on sale for $749, normally $1499. Um, I would give this this game a solid eight. This is a really good you. It's surprisingly good as as an indie game. I mean, y'all can see some of this artwork right here. It's just the hand drawn artwork is beautiful. Yeah, they did really a great like job. Um, this game is very uh, reminiscent of Zelda. Um, my mind just went blank. Breath of the Wild. No. Twilight Princess. No. It's on. It's on the game. Majora's Cube. Mask. Stop it. Well, you're actually you're doing pretty good though because you didn't play these. Uh, Wind Waker, there we go. I was like, it's not coming to me. It's it's very reminiscent of uh, the Wind Waker, which was the GameCube Zelda. Um, the game is really good, and for seven fifty, if you want a game, it's probably about ten hours long, 10, 12 hours long. I'm trying to see if they if they list anything here. Um, great game. It's locked at ten eighty p in docked mode, sixty frames per second, which is always nice to see. Um, trying to see if it, if it had a, a time on here. I don't really see it. Really good game. It's an adventure game uh, like Zelda. Um, definitely worth your while. If you like Zelda, um, then then pick it up. It's it's a fun game yes, and it's, it's great for kids it says as well. Right there, ten plus hours of story. ten plus hours. Okay, yeah. I thought it was around ten to twelve yeah. hours. Great game. Great game. And then the third and final game here that we're talking about in Indie Corner is Blossom Tells: The Sleeping King. Now this one we have talked about in the past, but it's such a good game. I wanted to bring it back up. This one is rated uh, E ten and up, so you know E for everyone ten and older. It's normally $14.99. Um, right now it's on sale for the eShop at $7.49. Now this game is only on Nintendo Switch and Steam. So if you have either of those platforms, definitely check it out. I would definitely get it on on uh, Switch. It's it, it, This game lends itself to handheld form. It, it feels like Zelda in handheld motion. Um, this game is unashamingly a uh, ripoff of Zelda... Um, Wind Waker. Oh my gosh! Majora's yeah. Mask, Twilight Princess, A Link to the Past, A Link to the Past, which was the SNES Super Nintendo uh, Zelda that came out. So officially Zelda's third ins- third installment. I'm trying to remember what came out first: uh, the SNES Zelda or the or the Game Boy Zelda. Game Boy Zelda is as uh, Link's Awakening, and for some reason I think the Game Boy Zelda came out first, and then it was the SNES. I think I'm pretty the, sure that's right. The Game Boy Zelda is the only Zelda I've ever played. 
always got stuck in the beginning. Are you kidding me? Wait a minute. Yeah. Hold on a second. Wait, Hold on a second. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, no. You, okay, go ahead. No, you can go. No, go. Oh, wait. Why Why me? You can go. Okay, hold on. Yes, yeah, you can so, go. So, <laughs> The Legend of Zelda, NES, you never played? I, I think I played a little bit on the original Nintendo, but I never really got far in it. Okay, and the second one on NES, you never played? No, I really, really, all I did... Play it. You never played the SNES, which the, the no. Zelda, uh, uh, the Legend of Zelda, um, a link to the past for SNES, for me is if you look at the classic Zeldas, is <clears throat> excuse me, hands down my favorite Zelda, ten out of ten, perfect game, perfect game has this whole, um, I don't know spoilers has this whole thing where the game literally you get through it and you're like, oh, am I beating the game? Am I close? And the game flips. And you have a basically like a light mode and a dark mode. The game is incredible. Um, I so want it on Switch. It's driving me crazy. It's not on Switch. Okay, so you skip that one. You played Link's Awakening on on Game Boy, and then there's a, a slew of other ones: Phantom Hourglass, The Minish Cap, Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons, um, Four Swords. I know I'm missing some. I mean, there's tons in the handheld series. And then you've got what? Let's see. You've got uh, Twilight Princess. Um, Oh, why is my mind going blank? Uh, Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword. Um, uh, there's one in there I'm missing. Uh, darn it. I'm going to get flack for this. Oh, Wind Waker. I forgot Wind Waker again. Wind Waker was GameCube. And then you had... Um, uh, the next one was Twilight Princess. And then you had... Uh, I see the out the Here, artwork. Look at the amiibos. It's not going to help. I see the artwork. This is terrible because I love Zelda. Anyway, I've played every Zelda. Now I have not beat them all. Um, the only one I haven't beaten is um, what's it called? Um, I just said it. Wind Waker. No, this is what happens when my brain gets tired. Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess. The only one I haven't beaten is Twilight Princess. Um, dude, so you should go play some Zelda because these games are incredible. I'm surprised you have a Switch and he hasn't made you get Breath of the Wild. You own Breath of the Wild, don't you? No, I haven't. You haven't bought Breath of the Wild See, I'm yet? surprised yeah, you haven't made him get it. It's been on my list to buy, but it never goes on sale, so I have No. Oh, yeah, you know don't. why? That game is game of the year every single year. <laughs> well, not every, not every year, but it won game of the year. I mean, it was hu- it won so many awards for game of the year. That if, uh, So, cool stat. Um more, I don't know if it still stands true today, but I know it stands true as of like within the first year the Switch sold. More copies of Breath of the Wild for Switch sold than the actual console sold. And I think that is still true today. There's more copies sold wow. of Breath of the Wild than the Switch. That's cool. Some people let me bought it twice. I bought it on physical, and then I decided I want it on digital. So then I sold, traded that in, then I got on digital. So you're the reason. I am the reason. Now, if you played the Game Boy one, I will say this. They did a complete... Um, Rehaul, remaster. It's not just an HD upgrade. They completely remade. It's an act, kind of like Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VII, like it's a remake. Yeah. They completely remade the game uh, uh, Link's Awakening that was on on Game Boy and then Game Boy Color. Uh, they brought it to Switch, and it's a great game. It's it's probably about a forty hour game versus Breath of the Wild, which is easily you know two hundred three hundred hours on up, depending on what oh, all so you do. Is Breath of the Wild like, like an open? Like, yes. Nice. Breath of the hold on. Breath of the Wild is. The, in my opinion, definitive open world game. There's nowhere you can't go. I might try it out. See if it no mountain you can't climb. See if it holds up to Skyrim. No tree you can't climb. He said, see if it holds up to Skyrim. Holds up to Skyrim. <laughs> this game will. Uh, they did an aerial. Ma- they did an aerial map of when the game first came out, and it was like four times, five times the size of Skyrim. It's huge. I mean, but no, seriously, 
Um, the physics of a Breath of the Wild are amazing. There's, there's, you can go anywhere. There's none of these like we're playing games and you're like going up these mountains, and the mountains are literally just there as a barrier to keep you from going over the edge. You can go everywhere in this game. Uh, the only limit is the ocean. You get to a part of the ocean and you can only go so far. Um, but there's no mountain you can't climb. There's no tree you can't climb. There's uh, if it's raining, you start slipping and falling. If it's, I mean, it just the physics of this game are phenomenal. Amazing game. You need to buy Breath of the Wild. Um, anyway, got way off topic there. So Blossom tells uh, the Sleeping King again. It's it's shaming. It's 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 uh, um, unashamingly a ripoff from uh, Zelda. Um, a link to the past. Stop it! You keep messing me up. A link to the past, which was well, the that's SNES the one you game. Keep forgetting, so I didn't know. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Um, this game for me is easily a nine out of ten. Um, it, they did great on this job. A uh, great job on this game. It, it, it's amazing. So anyway, uh, that's about going to wrap it up for our show for us today. We are skipping tabletop gaming because we uh, did the um, Dragonborn versus Dragon Slain yeah. with Joe. Which was, he did not know we were doing that. And so, no, props to you, Joe, for rising to the challenge. All right, no problem. Great job there. Uh, remember that you can find links to all things we talked about on the show in the show notes. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at DadsGC as well as Facebook.com slash DadsGamingCorner. And we'd love to hear from you. So drop us a line at HeyDad at DadsGamingCorner.com. Send us your thoughts or your own mom at, or dad story. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever else it is that you're listening to your podcast. And if you'd like to help support the show uh, financially, you can do so via Patreon, like Jaden pointed out at the beginning of the show. This show uh, brings in nothing. It costs us money. <laughs> but uh, we always appreciate anything you can do there. And um, there's some ideas that we're playing with. Um, hopefully here in the next couple of weeks, we'll have, I'll, I'll be talking more about th- what those ideas look like that you can unlock behind a Patreon, subscri- uh, su- Patreon subscription. There we go. Some bonus content. So that's about going to wrap it up. So anything the last of you two want to say? No, congratulations on your 86 And his 88. Score and your 88, 88 on your yes. two quizzes. Yes. Very good, sir. Very good, sir. You're welcome. All right. Jay, anything else? No, that's about it. All right. Everybody stay safe. Have fun. Play those games. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>